Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra Show, and we are going to give you some valuable tips and valuable insights, practical tips. It's practical. Practical. Hey, all about this is practical. more than practical. This is like highly valuable. I, I wondered if you were going to go with highly valuable. Yes. Yes, highly valuable. Valuable insights. <clears throat> so... um Today we're going to be talking about um, home inspection process, the value of home inspection, what you should ask. I think home inspections are super duper tricky. I'm thinking about some like recently. And you just like went straight in. I'm not even quite awake yet. <laughs> hey, I'm ready. Holy heck. I need a I've little extra. I've had my extra. third pot cup of coffee or two. I started Ooh. early today, but I'm just not here. All right. So here we go. Um, home inspections. They're so incredibly, incredibly valuable, but they're not always required. And I think let's start with that big myth really quick. Yes. A lot of my buyers, your buyers, whenever I message them and I say, hey, it's time to start. I'm ordering your home inspections. And they say, okay, the lender will require that. Well, actually, the lender doesn't always require that. Fact, I They rarely require home inspection. Rarely. I think we've had one or two situations where they asked for a home inspection report to help with something from the appraisal. Mm -hmm. But typically the lender does not require, I'm never going to say never, like we're not crazy here very much, but they don't usually require home inspection. Some of the loan types might require a termite inspection. Yes. And so that's kind of a different thing. That's kind of a specific, Mm -hmm. they're looking for one thing, but a home inspection is just a very broad, um, I mean, they have a lot of things that they're looking at. So first and foremost, myth busters. <laughs> yeah. They are not required usually. A home inspection is not usually required. But we strongly, strongly, strongly recommend. And we say that knowing full well that we are like complete hypocrites. Complete. Am I right? I mean, maybe a little bit. So a couple of houses ago, even, I called an inspector and I said, hey, I want you to come inspect this house that I'm going to buy. And he said, what are you really worried about? I said, the roof and this wall. And so he looked at those two things for me specifically mm-hmm. and said, you're good, move on. Um, I did, however, insist on a termite inspection because it is not if, it is when. Right. Like you will find termites eventually in Northwest Oklahoma. It's going to happen. So I just wanted to be ahead of the game and be paying attention. Okay, so home inspections, not necessarily required. Strongly, strongly, strongly recommended. Um, and we have tons of horror stories so I think the next myth is that home inspections aren't going to catch everything. Nope. Like, they want to. They try <clears throat> to. But it's impossible. Yeah, they can't see behind your couch, and they can't see under the concrete floor. I mean, one of them can. He's got a scope. But yeah. It's, it's gonna, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> there's always, there's it can always be something lurking in the walls that you just can't predict. So, um that human error. So um, I do want to bounce back to the appraisal. Okay. Because the appraiser does do a safe, secure, and sanitary inspection with FHA and USDA, which is not a home inspection. It's not. Like, they have some very specific guidelines that they look at. And so it's just, it's a difference in their checklist. Yeah. So what the home inspector says, okay, this is my checklist, and I've got to look at these 125 things. And the appraiser might have have 125 things also, but it's not necessarily the same right. things. And they're not really digging in to see that it's broken or doesn't break. 
they're kind of looking to see that it's there. Like, do they actually check the GFCI outlets or do they just look to see if they're there? They just look to see if they're there. So I think that that's kind of the important thing to, to consider is that the appraiser's job is different. Mm-hmm. And and so you don't want to rely on that as an inspection. That's about value and making sure that it hits the requirements for specific loan types. Right. Home inspection is, again, general across general. the board. These are things that we look at every single time to see if the house is in a normal working order. Normal working order. And <clears throat> like I tell my buyers, Hey, when you, when you get your home inspection, they're also giving you a list. You're not buying a brand new home. Well, sometimes you are, but if you, if you're not buying a brand new home, then you're getting a list of potential maintenance things you need to be watching out for and preparing for. So your heat and air is 12 years old. It's got 15 year life. Hey, be prepared that in the next short lived life, it may be needing a new one. Okay. So I have another myth. Okay. Everything on the home inspection that is not up to code has to come up to code. Yeah. Uh, that is a myth for sure. It is. And I know like I didn't even print like myths or truths or whatever, but I just, as soon as we started, I thought, oh my gosh, there's so many, there's so much misinformation or, mm. or preconceived ideas that are unfortunately false. And I thought, well, let's just go ahead and hit those. So I hate to be like all negative Nelly with myth, myth, myth. Yeah. Yep. I feel like Dwight Schrute, false. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I did not mean to yell, Nathan. I apologize for your ears this time. But anyway, it could have been worse. It could have been singing. <laughs> Okay, so um, where did we? I don't even know what my myth was. Um, Inspections. inspections. Sorry, with the whole um, code, up to code. Okay, so let's talk about that really quick. Because a lot of times the inspector will show something, and it it may not be up to code. When does it have to be brought up to code? So if you're, like, if you're, so say secure and sanitary inside the inspection Mm -hmm. um, is really when they should bring brought to code. So things that we're seeing, all these inspectors are requiring, appraisers are requiring GFCIs six feet within water. Now, is that required? Well, there's a thousand houses in Woodward that don't have that. That's not required. Right. Um, now, is it a safe thing? Like you should do that? Yes. How about smoke alarms? Are smoke alarms required? Uh, they're not required. I think I mean, they're recommended. They might you should, should be. You should be. Um <laughs> So you, you can buy a home without a smoke detector. You can buy a home without GFCIs. Right. You can buy, you know, all of that. So, like, but if you start a, I know code-wise in the ceilings of Woodward, if you start a project, let's just use for your gas lines. Hey, I want to change my water heater. You hire a plumber. They come out. It's got a copper gas line. Mm-hmm. They will be required to change that to code. So if inside your home inspection it says, hey, um, if something's actually broke and you hire a plumber to come in and do it, they will have to bring mm-hmm. that specific piece to code sure. to replace it. But, but it's, it's not required if it's working. I was gonna, Yes, that's, that's like really the key thing is sometimes what we find are things that this is not an issue today. This will be an issue later. And I think that's the important part to remember. Um, and I, I bring that part up again because like even when we're showing houses, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you might have a buyer or a buyer's family member that's very knowledgeable about a specific code and they'll say, well, that's not up to code. That's never going to pass. It might very well pass. It may very well pass because there is no pass or fail. Mm -hmm. It's really at this point in the game with the inspections, it's really an agreement that the buyer, it's a second negotiation. We've talked about this before when we talked about the contract process, but it's a second negotiation between the buyer and the seller and what they're willing to do. So a lot of times the buyer has to just determine 
Am I willing to accept the way that things look? Right? Right. Okay. All right. So um, what have you got next? I think um, I hit the myths I wanted to hit. Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> um, we talked about why we need a home inspection. I think it's a protection. You're not, Absolutely. You're not going to... Um, it's like walking in blindly buying the house. This gives you one more step deeper into the bones of the house. Like it, it gives you the um, more specific, more specific. It's the idea that when you go to look at the house, a lot of times you're looking at the cosmetic. Yes. This looks so pretty. I like the way this is. I can fix that or I can't fix that. Um, blue is not my favorite color, but I can paint. So... So a lot of times you're looking at the cosmetic things and then you realize later, I don't really have the knowledge base or the time to have really looked at the house to see what systems are working, if they're not working, if they're working correctly. I think a lot of us simply don't even have the knowledge base to do that. So the home inspection is designed to help to satisfy that concern, right? Yes. So it really helps you to make sure that the home that you're buying is safe um, and sound differently than what the appraiser is looking at. Yes. Yep. So, okay. And then the next one, there's one down here. I'm not sure where you're on your list, but yeah, insurance yeah. premiums. I don't know. Um, this is one thing I have not delved into much, but um, insurance companies often call us for, hey, what kind of what kind of um, electrical panel is there? How old's the heat and air? How old's the roof? Well, I think if you sent your home inspection to your insurance company, <laughs> um, it would probably answer a bunch of those questions. And could potentially save you money, could also potentially cost you money. Could really stress out your insurance agent yeah, for yes, some of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that might be something. I know you're, it, it could be a resource to answer a bunch of those questions that your insurance company calls and asks you for. Absolutely. And That's if you, a good thought. If you do have a claim, then you do also have this report that states the condition of your home. If you have a water claim, fire claim, tornado claim, whatever. Right, right. Okay, so let's talk about, so the inspection period that that we tend to see most often here in Woodward, um, again, we're small market real estate. What we know is very much specific to our region. So we use the Oklahoma Real Estate um, Commission. Contract. Contract. I've told you it's not happening yet. All right, so we use the OREC contract, and that contract says that um, there's a specific time in order to do your home inspections. Mm -hmm. Um, and make sure that the house is in the condition that you're happy to move forward in. And it gives most, most of the time, it gives the buyer the option to be released from the contract or they can ask for repairs. The seller is not required to do repairs. But when they go through this, this report, um, they have the right to ask for it. So let's talk about what the inspector inspects. Okay. What's included in the home inspection? They check electrical. I want to say everything, but it's not really everything. It's not really everything. You'll check all the systems, mm -hmm. electrical, plumbing, heat and air, roof, uh, structure, foundation. Um, he also checks um, some cosmetic things that are a maintenance issue. So like paint, filters, things like that that need to be checked. Um, I check, it's a, they check every, generally, every plug they can get to in the house. They check it to make sure it's not backwards or the right, right polarity or whatever uh, voltage. Um, there's an attic they generally claw up in the attic as much as they can if there's a crawl space they crawl under the house um they walk around your house with a fine tooth comb making sure there's no cracks in the brick or siding and 
make sure there's no evidence of foundation repair, make sure there's not uh, water issues like uh, drainage issues. They check for drainage, make sure water's not flowing into the house, make sure it's away from the house. Um, that's, I mean, it, it seems like everything. I mean, it's, it's definitely an overview um, in depth into the house. And they're very methodical in the way that they do this. Like they have a specific pattern that they take. Um, they can't see everything, especially if the house is occupied. Yeah. So one, they can't see everything because we have walls in place and things like that. But then if we have furniture in place too, it really creates some issue. So our sellers, I think a great seller tip is when you list, make sure that you have access to your furnace, to your water heater, um, access to the attic. Um, and that way it's easier for the home inspector to get there as well. The appraiser needs to get to a lot of those places too. Right. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. Before the home inspection, uh, sh what, what questions should you ask your appraiser? I mean, your inspector. I want to know what they're going to inspect. Yes. So here's the thing. Like, I know that a lot of our buyers think that the home inspector is going to go in. They are going to check out everything. Some of them don't check out the fireplace. They don't do the same thing as, like, a fireplace. Like, a chimney sweep would inspect. Like, right. a chimney sweep is going to really look in there and go, yeah, this sucker needs cleaned. Um, so they don't do those kinds of specific, specific things. Um, some of them will venture to see if the um, gas logs will light. Mm -hmm. Some of them won't. Um, most of them don't look at the sprinkler system. Nope. Or pools. Pools. Oh, that's my gosh. Extra. Yes. So that's a different inspection. Um, some inspectors. So we've got an inspector right now that can do everything. He can do termite. I, I shouldn't say everything. I don't. I mean, he has some limits. But he will do a pool inspection. He'll do a sewer scope. He'll do a termite inspection. The home. What have I missed? I think there was one more thing on there. Sewer, uh, termite. Regardless. Regardless. Like he yeah. has like this cool little list. So his home inspection is this price. And then he says, if you want some additional services, I'll give them to you at a discounted rate. So like you can really get a whole lot done for a pretty reasonable price. Um, as opposed to some other inspectors that are specific to the home inspection and don't dive into those different things. Now, I am not knocking on that because I do wonder, I, I'm sure that there's a school of thought that would say, if I only focus on the home inspection, then I'm very detailed on that and then I'm not going to miss something because I'm worried about getting to the next inspection. Do you think there's some accuracy in that? Yes. Like, I think you win either way. Yep. Like, I don't think that because this guy can do this, that that makes... Like, I think either one is a win. We have great home inspectors here. Yes. Now, um, so in the limited things they can do, 
can you inspect the sprinkler system if he doesn't? Can I have two inspectors? Yes. How many inspectors can we have? As many as we want. That's right. So how, how do we advise our buyers? This is what we say every time. We tell them, we really strongly advise that you get a home inspection. Based off your home inspection, we may want to call other inspectors. Correct. So um, obviously, though, if you have a pool and they won't do a pool inspection, then you might call a pool inspector and have them come the same day, him or him or her. If you, um, your sprinkler system, same thing. If we can get everybody there at the same day, that's thinking awesome. Yeah. And it really helps, especially if the property is occupied. Um, because we only have about 13 days usually to do all of our inspections, I like to try to get them done straight up at the beginning. Um, that way we have more time to negotiate or re-inspect if we have something that we're concerned about. What we're seeing right now, our last major event in Woodward was 2012 with our tornado. A lot of roofs got replaced between that huge hailstorm earlier in the week and then the tornado. Um, lots and lots of roofs in Woodward were replaced. Now we're seeing a lot of wear and tear on roofs, and we're having faulty a hard shingles. time. So it's faulty shingles. It's not particularly the wear and tear from our elements. Right. Okay. But we're having so many issues with that. We're saying we strongly recommend you go ahead and even have a roofer come out the same day that you have your home inspection. That way the roofer can also be inspecting and say, yeah, I see exactly what your home inspector is saying, and I see this, this, and this. Right? Yes. Um, and I think it's a big deal because we do have, well, I mean, we do. We have the roofers come out. Sometimes we have heat and air guys come out. Um, sometimes the home inspector will say, hey, I, I see something with the heat and air system. And then so we call in a, the specialist in that field, double check, and, and give us an idea of what that needs to be remedied. Like it's kind of like going to the doctor. And like you have like your routine stuff, your routine blood work, but then something might look a little miss. And they'll say, okay, you probably need to have your this brain doctor. checked you out. Need, yeah, you need to have your brain checked out. <laughs> I was going with urologist or oh, whatever, okay. but yeah, brain, neuro, let's go straight there. <laughs> but for reals, that's kind of, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's the same situation, right? Yes. Okay, what else have you got? Can can I be there for my home inspection? I mean, you can. I don't know why you want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long three, two or three hours. So depending on the size of your house, most yep. of these are taking two to three hours for mm -hmm. like a 2,000 square foot or less house. Yeah. So you get to 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, you might be there for half of a day. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm exaggerating. No. So here's what we've been recommending. And I love this. Like, I don't know why we have not been doing this forever. We just started this a year ago. Why didn't we do this way back when? We used to do this way back when. I used to sit have through show every single stinking home inspection and think, oh my gosh. Now, I did learn a lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a lot. But for reals. So what we really recommend, though, is that the home inspector comes at his certain time um, I try to ask him, hey, what do you think is a good time for the buyer to show up to have a recap? And he'll tell me. And then the buyers come at the end and spend right. 20 to 30 minutes with the inspector. He can take them back through the house. I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. Then you're not wasting your whole morning. Right. But you get a nice refresher and you can ask questions while you're there. I love that. And if you're there, sometimes you're the distraction. Without a doubt. Oh, gosh. If you're asking 15 questions and you keep pulling them to different directions, I can only imagine. I remember time uh, Jerry Newell was doing a, a home inspection and he he turned the oven on. He Ooh. turned the microwave fan on. And like 15 minutes later, I was walking through there and I just clicked the fan off and I'm walking through the house. He goes, did you shut the fan off on the microwave? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I have to turn that on. So remember to shut the oven off. 
how oh my funny. gosh so they have a system in place yes to double check you themselves can really really mess that up and so yeah you don't yeah and, and let them get focused and get their job done and then when they get it all done then they can go back and show you everything and right much more useful of their time and yours both okay so what if you can't make it to the inspection well <clears throat> the I know most of the inspectors are available by phone. So so how we generally do it is we'll meet um, afterwards, either at the house or at the office. Go meet through, with the inspector? Uh, we'll meet with the buyer. Meet or, with the buyer. Yes. You as the agent. You as the agent. Gotcha. Thank you. We'll meet, go through the report. Each thing, is they've, if they have questions, mm -hmm. we'll stop. We'll either make a list, call the inspector, or we'll go to the house, find the problem. And then we, if we have questions again, then we can call the inspector. Generally, we, we just come up with solutions. Here's what we're going to do to fix all these things. Um, and we go on to the next step of negotiating in the contract. I think whenever buyers get their home inspection reports that they panic. Um, the inspection report is lengthy. At this point, we're seeing, I mean, usually we're seeing 25 pages every single time. Oh, man. I, I, not yeah. every time, but it feels like that. Um, and as you go through, you really feel like, oh, my gosh, this house must be falling apart. A lot of it actually is just information. Here's the heater. Here's the information that we see on the heater. The heater is in normal working order. Here's the water heater. Here's information. It looks like it's normal working order. Like, we don't see 25 pages of issues. Right. We see 25 pages of information about the property that you're purchasing. And then we see, I don't know, 5, 10, sometimes a lot more yeah. with issues. They're not all significant. Right. It's just information. A lot of it's informational. A lot of it's informational. So then you and the buyer, as you're there looking at the things that are issues, you have to determine as a buyer if you're comfortable handling them or if you're going to need to ask the seller to or if you need to walk, right? Right. How often do you think they need to walk? Man, we don't get very many because mm -hmm. most everything can be remedied or fixed. So we've had a few that, that um, they get in and they've decided that it's either more of a project or – um, there's more concerns than they're willing to be comfortable. I'm, but I'm talking one a year, two a year, maybe out of a hundred. Not 100, very many. No, not and very I many. I think that that's the important thing to remember is because because panic initially begins to just seize, and and you have to just kind of step back for a second and take a couple of deep breaths. A lot of what we see, I kind of laugh because sometimes people like really flip out over things, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, you've lived that way your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what next do you have? So can I hire the home inspector to fix all the problems? Generally, no. It is against the law. It's against the law. It's against their code. I forget that. So my dad was a home inspector for quite a while. Uh -huh. He was also a licensed electrician, heat and air guy. And so he would go into a house and check like a ceiling fan and be like, well, the ceiling fan's not working, but I'm assuming it's just light bulbs. Like he said, he wasn't even allowed to change light bulbs to That's verify that it worked. I can as the agent. I'm like, hey, let me swap them out for you and make sure that works. Or let me put a battery in the smoke detector to make sure it works. Right. But he's not, he said he was not allowed to repair or remedy anything to get it to clear the inspection. Interesting. Because sometimes, like, you see something and you're like, really? Yeah, I can just fix that real like, quick. Just put the light bulb in. Yeah. That, that's one of the biggest things that we see. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is. I think that we see, um, Light wouldn't turn on, might be faulty bulb, or might be in a shoe. Right. Like, I bet we uh, see one on every single report. I think report. so. Especially the outside lights that yes. are that are uh, on. A little harder to get to. That are on sensors. Yes. So they flip a switch and they don't come on. They mm -hmm. don't know how to turn them off and on. Or they're daylight dust scored on timers. So 
those are they seem to pop up Ceiling all the time. Fans that have the remote, the remote we controls. Can't find the danged remote. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or the remote batteries are dead. How many times has that happened to us? Yes. Okay. Credentials for home inspection <clears throat> are all inspectors certified, and do you have to use a certified inspector? Um, you can use anybody you want. Okay. But we recommend. But. Okay, so we kind of bring that up because um, over the years I've seen some buyers are adamant, I am not paying for home inspection. I will do my own home inspection. And, man, that used to panic me <laughs> because I know how my brain works. and I know that I would be turning on the microwave and forgetting to turn off the oven or whatever, that thing you said a minute ago. Yeah. Like I would not be catching all the details. So, I mean, there are actually, you can kind of go online and be like things to inspect if you're going to inspect your own home. Um but it goes back to that I can figure out how to change the oil in my Jeep, but I'm never going to be as good at it as the dude that does it every day six times a day. Right. Right? Right. And they, they've seen things that are precursors to other things. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, here's the, here's, I mean, they just, they know what they're doing. I mean, I walk through thousands of houses a year mm-hmm. and I miss things. Right. So but I'm pretty good at catching a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Still not my job. Exactly. Yep. So huge value in that. So an inspector, though, in Oklahoma, they are certified and yep. they are, I mean, Licensed. they have like their own little licensing board and, yep. right? Yep. Have passed tests and all that. Now your um, home inspector does not have to be a licensed electrician, heat and air, plumber, roofers, any of that stuff. They don't have to be any of that. Um, that's why they do the, they inspect it and then they require, um, a double check. Like they, they say, you might want to double check and get this, look into this deeper. So. All right. How much does this cost? Prices. They vary. I mean, every inspector gets to price what, what they need to price it at. I, I think that we're a little bit less costly here than yeah. what we would see maybe in, in a different area. Yeah. But um but out here and they're all really pretty reasonable. I one, I think they're very reasonably priced. Yeah. A couple of times I've even been concerned, dude, should you price that a little higher? Yeah. I and I mean I oh, I God. hate to spend anybody's they spend money. spend so much time. But the amount of time that they spend at each property. Right. Um but they're pretty competitive with one another as far as pricing. I don't mean like I'm better than him. I mean right. they're our local inspectors are very priced competitively. And I think that that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, reinspection is that a good idea? That's a great idea. In fact, take your inspection report with you and your termite, your treatment repair and replacement form, which is the form we use to highlight all the things that we need, want repaired and fixed. Um, so I think that's a great uh, a reinspection. You definitely want to reinspect, um, and that's why we kind of do a final walkthrough at the end yes, of the transaction. Um, so we probably do a walkthrough to verify repairs are done. And then we do another one, you know, a day before closing to verify that nothing's crazy changed. Nothing was hidden, you know, nothing uh, just blatantly pops, pops out at you. Um, and we've used, I mean, we have our normal quick, easy people that just kind of um, our list. Now, um, can you bring your buddy from, you know, San Antonio, Texas up to do your home inspection? Um, and if he's licensed, probably not in the state of Oklahoma, but we had one out in Fargo, Gage, Gage, and they hired um, two inspectors to show up at the same time. One of them was from Oklahoma City, and the other was maybe from Amarillo or somewhere in the Texas Panhandle. 
they were moving in from a different area and yeah. had a really negative experience with the yes. local inspector yep. from their previous property. And so they wanted something. They wanted yep. somebody that they choose so that some, had zero ties to our community. Right. And so get references. Get Definitely. some references. Get some people to check things out. Definitely. You. So, of course, we want to be your reference. So call us. I'm Brian Cook, 580-334-2303. I am Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. Yep. Thanks for listening. See you next time.